Blog Talk Radio. Come on, man. What's up, everybody? Arm Wrestling Nation Radio back again and back again (laughs) trying to do another show. Last night we had some technical difficulties, so I'm just putting together the show again. Um, So, yeah, we're back. Took a couple months off, and, uh, um, you know, I was planning on doing another show, which kind of fell through. uh, I don't know what's going on with it, but uh, it doesn't seem like it's taken off. So, Decided to come back and do uh, a couple radio shows a month. Um, been getting a lot of requests to uh, continue on doing the show. So, you know, I just thought I'd come back and, um, you know, bring you guys some uh, some Arm Wrestling Nation radio. So tonight, or today's show, I should say, we got Travis back on, um, and uh, he's going to talk about the uh, Rockwell tournament that they're put, he's putting on. Um, it sounds like a really interesting uh, tournament. Um, also, uh, this weekend, Friday night, July 22nd, we got the Arm Fighter 46 event. It's going to be off the chain. Um, a lot of great matchups there. Looking forward to that. Um, I got Christian Benny. I talked to him down at Jupiter Farms. I'll play that interview um, a little later on the show. He's preparing um, a matchup against Oleg, so um, really excited about that. Christian feels like a beast, so um, just uh, excited about that. Um, you know, this weekend, it's a little bit of disappointment. Not, I'm not trying to be a negative uh, nanny here, but, you know, just a little disappointment with um, how things went down, um, not being able to make it to the Rhode Island event. Um, I posted a video on my Facebook explaining what happened because, uh you know, Tuesday, you know, with all the confusion, and I'm not, I'm not going to get into the whole logistics of what happened because it's just, you know, nonsense. I, I already, you know, posted a video on, um, like I said, on social media, so I don't need to repeat myself. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, with due to the um, disorganization of the event, um, I pulled out on Tuesday, and uh, you know, things just went kind of. Crazy over the weekend, um, Friday, my opponent that I was supposed to pull decided that he was going to lie and say that, uh, you know, I didn't give him any warning and I just didn't show up and, you know, and then he got real disrespectful and stuff. And, you know, with that being said, um, you know, it's unfortunate people are going to, you know, treat you like that in arm wrestling. But, you know, like I said, I, I decided to pull out, I, I gave you know, him an opportunity, you know, to to know about that, you know, because of the dysfunction of the event, and, um, you know, he decided to go anyway, but, you know, that was on him, not me, and unfortunately, you know, I think there was only 20 competitors at the Arm Fighter event, which, you know, it's disappointing, but, um, you know, hopefully, you know, things can 
maybe get a little bit better with that organization. Um, I'm not sure. So, um, you know, I uh, found out a lot of stuff going on, and uh, it's just kind of disappointing. So that being said, time to move on. Triple A Nationals. We have uh, at the end of the month, Karen and Frank Bean. Uh, going to be a great event. Looking forward to that. This will be my third Nationals, and uh, looking forward to, uh, to seeing everybody. I think this year is going to be a great Nationals. Um, with everybody, you know, there's no event coming on really like right now. Um, I think last year we had the uh, WAL finals were right around the corner so a lot of those elite guys weren't there but i think uh we'll see a lot of great pullers i've been seeing some people that said they're going to be going so uh should be a lot of fun exciting um and uh looking forward to that then um two weeks after that we got the dave Shafee classic um i'll be pulling there in erie i got a super match against max maxwell um a beast uh he looked just unbeatable this weekend uh saw his uh, six round match over gene and uh man he just there was no stopping that guy so uh i got a big challenge ahead of me but you know it's going to be exciting and uh you know with arm wrestling it's good to set little goals and challenge yourself you know each time you're out there on the table so uh i'm really looking forward to that um also um we got, like I said, the Arm Fighter, um, 46 this Friday night, Vegas. Um, I was talking to uh, Krill and um, Igor, and they are uh, wanting me to do a little sort of a commentating leading up to the event. So um, I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm going to be doing probably a play-by-play. Um, and also, if you guys go to ArmBets TV. You can get 30% off for the Vendetta, and the offer is good till July 20th, the end of July 20th, and then it goes back up to the uh, regular price. So save yourself uh, 30%. Um, go to Armbet's TV and uh, get get that uh, discount and enjoy this great, great Vendetta that's going to be put on. Some really great matchups. Also, tonight at 7 p.m., the lightweight championships, ESPN2, going to be WAL action. Um, it's going to be awesome, and uh, looking really forward to uh, to seeing how that came out. WAL always puts on a, a great show, um, and those lightweights are just that class. Well, every class was a stack, so uh, it's going to be an excitement, and um, looking forward to seeing uh, the great, great show on ESPN seeing arm wrestle and just progress into this uh stage where people are able to watch this great sport of ours so uh with that being said we'll be right back after this with the beast travis pageant The Gully Grip is a free-rolling handle that inevitably causes more stability in your wrist than any other grip on the market. It's also much more accessible to any cable system, allowing more progressive overloading movements. Producing a higher outcome in overall strength in not only your shoulder girdle, but also those muscle groups important for arm wrestling. Visit GullyGrip.com. That's G-U-L-L-E-Y Grip.com. Apply your strength. Armed Alliance 
is committed to producing powerful arm wrestling apparel to athletes around the world. Our mission is to represent the arm wrestling community with unmatched design, unique style, and superior fit that will set you apart from the crowd. Our shirts, made from next-generation cotton polyester, allows for maximum comfort and quality. We offer custom orders for hats, compression sleeves, team or individual shirts, and arm wrestling tables. Visit our site at www.armedallianceapparel.com and gear up today. Rep the movement. Armed Alliance for life. Welcome back, guys. Um, unfortunately, Travis couldn't join us uh, tonight, so hopefully get him on next week. Uh, due to the technical difficulties we had, I had to uh, redo the show and put it together. So um, hopefully he'll be able to uh, join us next week and talk about the Rockwell tournament that he's putting on. What's up, everybody? Craig Subelaire, Arm Wrestling Nation. I want to welcome a good friend of mine to the show, the founder of the Country Crush, good friend of mine, Ray of Cote. What's up, Raymond? How you doing tonight? Hey, what's up, Greg? I'm doing good, brother. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. I should say today because tonight, last night, we uh, had some uh, technical difficulties uh, with the uh, download of the show. And uh, I think what I'm going to start doing um, to let all the listeners know out there is start, I'm going to pre-record the interviews, get it all together, download it off of Blog Talk, and then put it up, upload it to Facebook when it's already recorded on their server because it seems like we have a lot of issues with people with different mobile devices trying to listen. Uh, works fine with the iPhone, but some of the other uh, cell phones, smartphones out there, computers, usually you know laptops pick it up pretty good. But um, so uh, that will help the listeners out there be able to uh, hear the show right away. So that being said, last night we touched on a couple topics. Um, you know, one was uh, you know Scott Mendelson coming into the sport. Being kind of aggressive, we watched a video yesterday of uh, him talking about Dennis breaking his arm, and I had mentioned when he was on the show a year ago last year, he was talking about, you know, he was going to beat up Michael Todd and take his world title and stuff, and we were kind of, you know, kind of took in a, a negative uh, aspect to that um, after we talked, I thought about it, and, uh, you know, the thing about the whole, it doesn't really matter how people project themselves into the sport as long as a following that he has people are more interested in coming in the sport and I think it's a even though it could be negative to some people which you know because he said some harsh things about Tim as well um, but also it helps others get into the sport you know maybe we're not a fan of that type of disrespect trash talk and call it what you will but in the long run maybe um, it could bring more people into the sport, especially those power lifters types of guys. What do you think, Raymond? Well, you know, I mean, yeah, like you said, you know, you touched base on last night's interview. Yeah, you know, we were real aggressive, especially I was, and, and very uh, critical and judgmental of Scott. You know, the bottom line is, you know, as far as that goes, for me it came down just to hurt feelings and whatever. The bottom line is Scott Mendelson is a champion. Okay, you know, he, he's got a name for himself in the world of powerlifting. He did great things in the bench press. Um, you know, I, I know Scott personally, so I know a little bit inside. Everything he does, he succeeds at. I've said that before. I'm going to stand by my words now. Um, with the right training, you know, I'm sorry to anybody who disagrees with me. Scott's going to be unstoppable. And that's just the fact of the matter. 
Rodgers. You don't have that kind of power. And if he and if he gets the right training, you know, he's going to be unstoppable. I mean, we've had other other you know power lifters come in, Chad Silvers, you know, Sean Latimer. They've all had success in this sport. Eric Spato, even it was even though it was brief, you know, had success in this sport, and so can Scott. You know, the fact of the matter is, he he has a following, like you said, and he's going to bring new people into the sport, hopefully new money with his corporate contacts and sponsorships, like from Athletic Greens. You know, all personal feelings and butthurtness aside, you know, yes, is he a little, is he disrespectful? Yes. Does he deserve the attention that he's getting? Maybe, maybe not. You know, um, this was Scott's plan from the get-go was to, uh, stir up controversy. He likes it when people don't like him. I know this firsthand. I was sitting in a hotel room with him when uh, Eddie Hall did the 1,021 deadlift of what it was, and he's on Eddie Hall's page talking smack, saying, you know, be a real deadlifter, don't wear straps. I don't give a damn. A 1,000 pounds is a 1,000 pounds with straps or not. But, you know, Scott was Scott was drumming up the controversy, you know, and, and that's what he does. That's who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, is it good or bad for the sport? I guess we're going to see. You know, um, again, I stand by my words. I'm telling you right now, I've pulled Scott. You know, yeah, anybody with any real technique and knows how to open up a hand and open up his fingers and whatnot, yeah, I can take him now. But as Jonathan Hoffman felt and people at the L.A. Fit Expo, you know, he's strong. He's he's not a joke. He's going to do well in this sport if he sets his mind to it. And he's got two things going for him. One, tremendous strength, right? And I understand bench pressing is a different movement than arm wrestling, but what powerlifting does give him an advantage over is incredible tendon strength, which is what we use in arm wrestling. You know, and then the fact that he just has the mindset of a champion. He's not some guy that just came off the street and says, oh, let me try this and, and you know, do a couple of tournaments, lose, and, you know, and, and, and walk away. I mean, he came into my event last year at Battle in the Desert and destroyed the amateur class. No disrespect to the guys who pulled against him, but, I mean, Mendelssohn destroyed him. I don't even think Mendelssohn broke a sweat. Raymond Dillon, who personally just spanks me every time I go against him. I mean, Scott went through him like he was nothing. Um, you know, and then he went in to uh, compete at Bill Collins's NAP California State Championships at the Fit Expo last year. Um, you know, beat Jeremy uh, Tank Petruccio, you know, uh, got a match over Chuck Young, um, you know, got a match over Jonathan Hoffman, even though Jonathan Hoffman ultimately uh, got the pin on him on a questionable call, but the win is a win. Um, you know, and then at Scott Warren's event, December 12th, I just want to clear some stuff up. There's been a lot of talk about it. You know, his match through, you know, with Travis Bajan, I talked about it last night, you know, but it was kind of quick and, you know, rush. You know, the bottom line is Travis sees something in Mendelssohn, which, you know, I saw, and anybody who has any kind of uh, foresight seen, you know, Mendelssohn will bring new people. So what better way than to shoot this man to the forefront of the sport, right? And what better way to do that than to have him beat 
one of the greatest arm wrestlers in the sport. So, yes, was the match set up between Travis and I? Yes. Um, did Scott Mendelson legitimately beat Travis Bajan? No. It was it was a show. Um, kind of backfired, but you know, because you know Mendelson and I, and it was my fault to be honest with you. I kept saying, oh, you know, it was a legitimate match. It was a legitimate match. You know, and the thing is, is is we did it to shoot Scott up, which it did. I mean, I don't know anybody in this sport within under a year that has as much attention or as much people calling him out as Scott does. So, you know, that's that. You know, and all I'm going to say with Scott is win or lose, Scott's going to do his best, and he, he has to learn some respect. I don't, I don't like, you know, the, the verbiage he used towards Tim Bresden. Um, as I said last night, Michael Todd, both these men have got to be the most humblest, most non-egotistical men I've ever met in any sport. You know, um, and I read a post earlier today about Michael Todd. The difference between Michael and Scott is Michael is a true athlete. He's not on Facebook bashing Mendelssohn. He's not on there wishing any kind of ill will. You know, as, as we said last night, the term, you know, breaking arm is just not something used in this sport because it can happen. It can happen quickly. Um no, and you're right, absolutely. When we, I had Michael on last night, and I don't think I'm going to be able to get him back because he's real busy today flying out and stuff. But uh, like he said, you know, that's a term that you know, arm wrestlers kind of shy away from because, you know, we don't want to have any ill fate of injury to the others. But, um, you know, Michael Todd's a true champion, and, you know, he's kind of not even thinking about it because, you know, like he said, you know, Mendelssohn's not even on his level. So, I mean, you know, and so to spark, you know, controversy, whatever you have, the thing is, is, um, you know, it just gets uh, the sport out there and people, uh, you know, kind of enjoy a little bit of that. But, you know, that's what it is. And, you know, at the end of the day, like we said, it's going to help the sport grow. Um, we'll see how it happens. A lot of times guys get into the sport, they've never been beaten before, and then they get on a table and it's a totally different world and, you know, training. But, you know, he's got a great team out there training with, uh, hopefully the tools, and uh, we'll just have to see how this progresses as time goes on and on. And, uh, you know, speaking of progressive, um, you know, we had a – I talked about this earlier, American Arm Fighter. Um, some of the tournaments have been turning out disastrous. I was uh, going to be a part of one in Rhode Island, and unfortunately it just kind of – it was really deterring away um, – and uh, I think, um, you know, you've put on tournaments in the past. I mean, you know, a lot of work goes into these promotions. And uh, I think sometimes uh, when it's not put into 100% and maybe things are said out of text where, you know, they might be promising certain things, these events, uh, you know, don't happen like they should. And unfortunately, We've seen that happen. I've had the experience in two uh, arm fighter events so far, one in here in Orlando getting canceled and the other in Rhode Island, you know, only having 20 competitors show up, uh, unfortunately, with, uh, you know, some controversy with um, different things happening. Um, you know, I just, um, I feel like, you know, and people, you know, it's funny because I got a message last night that, you know, um, you know, we were kind of being negative talking about, you know, Peter Mills. And the thing is, is, um, 
you know, I was told that <laughs> to, uh, you know, to have, you know, correct, uh, constructive criticism. But, but the thing is, is the constructive criticism, by definition, is not, you know, it's not constructive because it's criticism, and it's never going to be positive when you're criticizing someone. It's an oxymoron. So the point of the matter is, is, and not to drag this on and stuff, you just have to be careful in events that you're doing when you promise certain things and stuff. And I would do the research on people when you're getting ready for tournaments. Um, you know, there's a lot of great promoters out there in the sport of arm wrestling, um, you know, with Bill Collins and uh, Denise and Leonard, Karen and Frank Bean, um, yourself, um, you know, just Scott Warren. I mean, those guys, there's some guys out there, you know, they really love the sport and the things, you know, are, are happening. You know, tonight we got WAL, ESPN, 7 p.m. I mean, the lightweights are going to do battle, and uh, that's just going to be great to see uh, the sport progressing. But, um, you know, thing is, is after, uh, you know, I canceled my trip to this tournament, I was getting a lot of negative um, experiences, and I thought that, you know, I should share those with some of the people out there so that they can make a conscious decision so they don't end up wasting thousands of dollars competing at events that don't have the amount of participants that they were told or the venues not as it seems um, and I think that just helps the arm wrestlers make a conscious decision you know I talked to a, a kid yesterday that I'm going to be sharing a room with up at uh, Dave Chafee's uh, um, classic here on August 13th um, and you know he this kid you know spent a lot of money flying out to uh, the Vegas event. Uh, there was no one there. He had two matches. You know, he spent 10 hours hanging out in the airport, and you know, he was told that he would get a drive and this and that would happen, and it was all disappointment. And I've heard this time and time again, um, and it's just, uh, I think people need just to be aware that if you're promised something, um, you know, you just make sure you do the research and that things um, work out. Um, you know, and there's always two sides to every story, so the bottom line is when you have about 10 or 15 people telling you kind of the same kind of experiences with a certain promoter, you have to be careful, and that's... Well, Go ahead, Raymond. And you, and you do, bro. I mean, I, I've been putting on events off and on, you know, for a while. I, my first event I ever put on was actually in in uh, Pembroke, New Hampshire at Don's Physical Fitness. I had left my originating team, which was Granite Arms under Badger Drews, and I created my own team called New Hampshire Firearms. Put on, a, put on an event. There was kind of a little feud between Granite Arms and New Hampshire Firearms. It, it, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend because my uh, daughter, Brittany, was born the same day. But, you know, Badger, the, the classic he is, he showed up, kicked our butts, took our trophies and our tables, and, and went home. But, you know, I put on events with Bob Ezer all through the Antelope Valley, with Ron Emar, who owns Harley Davidson. You know, the thing is, is I'm, I, I'm guilty of this. I always over-promote, right? I always shoot for the stars and go out of my way and bust my ass to make sure what I say is going to happen is going to happen. You know, and if it doesn't happen or I think that it's not going to happen, you know, I don't do it. Like, you know, with the upcoming event, September 10th, you know, I've been asked a lot why ain't I involved. I'm not going 
get into why I'm not involved in it anymore. All I'm going to say is this, is that it wasn't something that I wanted to be a part of anymore, and I, and I backed out of it because I couldn't, I couldn't bring to the table what I was promoting and what I was saying. Um, with that being said, you know, the event is now called 9-11 Classic. Um, John Bergstrom is still the host of the event. Glenn Bland and Bland Solar and Air are still the main sponsors. Bill Collins is going to be handling the officiating and bracketing. Um, all personal issues aside that I have with the people involved, um, the bottom line is the event is for the veterans. It's to raise money for the Wounded Heroes Fund that helps local veterans. Anybody who was planning to come to this event when I was promoting it and was all excited about it, you know, I hope you guys still make the trip out regardless of where you're coming from. Um, you know, and support this event. You know, one of two things happen, Greg. Either you over-promote and you're over-passionate and you over-promise, or you under-promote and don't provide a good event. You know, a good example of a great promoter, you mentioned his name earlier, is Bill Collins. I had the honor and the privilege of going up to Oregon, He, you know, and he uh, had my handles there. He was giving away for first-place prizes. I had a booth there. And... I think that, you know, arm wrestlers as a whole need to come together. And, and after last night's show and, again, how aggressive I was towards people, you hit the nail on the head, brother. You know, people are going to find out for themselves about promoters, certain promoters. And, and, you know, we spoke, we touched on Peter Mills, you know, personal and business opinions aside, you know, people are going to find out who he is. And, the, and part of the reason why PAL is an armed, American Armed Fighter isn't succeeding the way it is, is because of the person that Igor, you know, has running it. You know, and, and as far you know, Igor puts on the greatest um, venue as far as highlighting individual promoters, right, with Vendetta. Um, I can't think, I mean, other than Neil Pickup's Arm Wars, I can't think of any other promotion that is out there that highlights an arm wrestler quite like Igor. I don't know the inner workings, but I've heard that Igor pays for the travel. Igor pays for your hotel. You win money if you win, whether you win or lose. You're getting paid. Um, you know that shows a lot of respect for the puller. Um, and again, my personal issues aside with Igor, you know he puts on a great promotion. And the bottom line, you said in the beginning. You know, this is all good for the sport, right? You've got WAL, you've got Vendetta, you've got, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if UAL is doing anything else anymore, but you, you had UAL, you've got NAP. As you stated, Scott Warren is putting on events, um, and he puts on, he puts on a decent event. He's got this thing going with Tilted Kilt now. Um, then you've got, of course, you've got Travis Bajan with Rockwell. Um, giving away some great watches um, and, and, and really bringing arm wrestling to the, to the masses, right? And as you stated, we got ESPN2 tonight. Um, so all the negativity, which I have personally been a huge part of, anybody who is on my Facebook page, you know, sees it, right? I mean, I've talked to, probably talked the most crap um, about Mendelssohn, about Igor, and, and really – you know, when it was brought to my attention, it's all just being butt hurt, man. Yeah. And 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 the bottom line is, it's all good. Who cares? 
You know, let's really get real. Who cares if Scott Mendelson thinks he can beat Michael Todd? Time will tell, right? If he if he puts in the time, he puts in the training, and he gets that shot. I guess we'll all see if he can if he can really beat him. And then people like myself who just talk so much crap. If he beats him, oh my God, talk about inserting foot in the mouth, right? Um, <laughs> so you know, the bottom line is is is, is positivity. You know, I heard this. You know, Scott Wynn has this idea, and you know, he hasn't really shared it too much with me. But he has an idea of an arm wrestlers union. What an amazing thought! If all the arm wrestlers in this sport came together, and I made a I made a comment last night. You know, arm wrestlers have to stop being the jesters and and be kings and sit at the king table, right? We're all sitting here, and we're you know. Let's face it, when it comes to WAL, which is a great promotion, I love them. They've been very, very kind to me personally. Um, there's 5% that's going to have a chance at that ten or $20,000, right? But we're all sitting there. It's like winning, trying to win a lottery. We're all sitting there spending our money, you know, in hopes that we can beat Todd Hutchings or we can beat Travis Bage, you know, we can beat Tony Katowski, you know, you know, Christian Beanie, all these guys. We're, we're trying to get into that 5% Devin Lorette. When in, in actuality, we're just sitting there looking for scraps when we should be sitting at the table negotiating, you know, these contracts versus just signing them to get our 15 minutes of fame. Um, I think, honestly, and a lot of people may hate me for saying this, I think Igor Mazarenko is doing it right, man. You only sign a contract for the event you're participating in. You, you you know, you sign a TV waiver saying we can use your image for this event. You know, and Igor goes out of his way. You know, he puts those fancy, uh, uh, what do you call it, posters up on, on Facebook that gives, you know, the name, the, the statistics of the person, their, their reach, their bicep, and all that. He really goes out of his way to highlight his competitors on his Vendetta series. I really hope that the, the uh, – Difficulties that the American Arm Fighter's been having, you know, doesn't tarnish what Vendetta is. And if I was Igor or I was Kirill, you know, I would really look at who do I have running this and why am I only getting, I think between all the events he's had, I think they haven't even had 100, 100 competitors show up, which you're, what you said, it, 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 it's pathetic. I mean, there was an event not too long ago that John Waddell put on for a great man, Mike Cagle, who is uh, battling cancer right now. And, you know, I was really hoping that a, a lot of people were going to show up for that and support it. Um, you know, it, it was for a good cause. And it wasn't the best turnout, but it was a good turnout. But, you know, this is the thing. You have to promote right. You can't call people up and say, hey, uh, I'm going to pay for your hotel room and then don't pay for it. Like, for example, um, just to kind of give a shout-out to Kodiak, Chris Beecham, you know, up in Canada, him and I are putting together this team versus team match, right? Smash Factory versus Team Crushing It, uh, Team Canada versus Team USA. You know, we secured a sponsor that's going to pay for all the airfare and hotel rooms for anybody that has to travel to the event that we decide to put on our teams, whoever my team is going to be, whatever his team is going to be. 
Uh, which reminds me, that would be a good matchup, man, to have you and Evan. You know, I know I was aggressive last night, but I'm still going to call it out there. You know, you and Evan need to have this match, man. I mean, there was a lot of negativity thrown your way, which I personally didn't appreciate. Um, I love Evan. I think he's a funny guy, a great arm wrestler, but I think that, uh, you know, the, the things that were said about you aren't kind, you know. he's a horrible person as far as that goes, but that's up to him. He probably won't. Do you want to have a match now? Because I, you know, say that I won't show up and they'll talk all kinds of crap. But yeah, I'm put out there. You know, I wanted to pull him. I mean, I feel strong, but the problem was is I, I didn't want to, you know, put any more money out there, especially when my opponent is getting his trip paid for and I got to come out of pocket. So, you know, just made a smart choice. You know, and on Tuesday when I made that decision. Um, there was no need to go on social media, and uh, you know now now I just I you know I have no respect for people that do that stuff, and uh, you know it's just one thing to um, to spice up an event like and that's what we did for a couple months, but then to come on and, and really take some pot shots, some personal stuff out there. You know I have my family on Facebook. My mom was you know messaging me, kind of upset about why everybody was talking crap, and it's because. Evan wanted to proceed to tell lies, but you know what? He's irrelevant in my world. If he wants to take the match and you guys want to set it up, just let me know and I'll be there because I know that you'll take care of my trip and the event will be promoted like it should and I'll be ready. So I'll just put it out there now. I will be ready if he wants to do that. So that being said, I'd be excited to come back to Canada and uh, be a part of uh, that event because I know you two are passionate about the sport of arm wrestling. Um, speaking of that, tell our listeners when that event is taking place. Okay, so the event is going to be taking place on May 20th of 2017. Um, basically what it is is it's an arm wrestling event. It's going to be Team Crushing it versus Smash Factory. So basically my rules for my team is you have to own a country crush, right, which we all know you have them. Um, and thank you for all your support. So in order to be on Team Crushing it, you have to be you have to be – customer of Country Crush. Um, we're going to highlight, you know, some pros. Obviously, Scott Wynn is a, a, you know, multiple national and state champion, you know, professionally just took third place at the Arnold last year. So he's going to be coming. Um, we have an opponent for him. It'll be myself in a, in a super match against Kodiak, and we're setting up teams. What we really want, for the exception of a couple of people that we're going to highlight, hopefully Evan would want to do this, and Evan, I will pay for your hotel room and any gas money that it takes you to get there. Um, you know, we're going to have a couple, we're trying to work on a couple of matches to highlight, like, your, like yourself versus Evan. Um, I've personally talked with Travis Bajan. Um, he's on board. Uh, Kodiak's trying to uh, get Devin, and we're going to, you know, have a match between Travis and Devin. Um, we're going to highlight amateurs, man. That's the biggest thing is a lot of, a lot of, uh, almost all of Kodiak's team are amateurs. Most of them have never even pulled in a tournament, so this is going to be like their first time. So, we're gonna highlight amateurs. We're gonna and and we're gonna pull and all the money that we raise are gonna go to charities. It's gonna go to the uh, Lady Smith um, Food Bank and the I believe it's called uh, don't quote me, but I believe it's called the Victoria Mental Health Society. Um, 
we haven't posted a lot up because we're still getting stuff together. Um, the main sponsor, which is Bud Barn, and yes, it is what it sounds like. It's a marijuana dispensary growery in Canada. Um, they're putting up all the money to fly everybody out. Um, we're working on other sponsors, maybe to give a little bit of cash away, as well as get some kick-ass awards. Um, but again, it, it, it's it's the main thing is it's for it's to bring uh, awareness to the to the plights of, of people in Canada. And this is a two part deal. This isn't just a one part deal. So after this event, we're looking at late October, early November to bring Smash Factory Team Canada to the United States. We haven't decided where it's probably going to be here in California, and we're going to have a part two to this. And then, like, for example, if Smash Factory wins in Canada, Team Crushing It wins here in the United States, then we're going to have a pull-off, and whoever wins the pull-off will, will win the, the, the Tournament Cup trophy. And, you know, we're going to, you know, the... the um, the charities here in the United States that I'm working on, um, one is going to be Paws and Stripes as a veteran-based charity reuniting soldiers with their canines that they served with in, in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, the other one we haven't chosen, Robert Malcolm is uh, working on it. Uh, it's going to be to benefit autistic children and their families. So that's going to be the charities we work with here in the, in the United States. So it's going to be a great event. We haven't really put much up there because we're still getting everything lined up, so we don't want to put things out there that we can't provide. You know, the one thing I will say that Kodiak assured me is Bud Barn is paying for everything. So that I will say. Um, everything else, like I said, we're, we're in the works. Um, and it's going to be a great event. It's going to be fun. It's, you know, everybody who's going to go to this needs to plan to be there a week because we're not just going there to arm wrestle. We're going to go to the food bank. We're going to go to the mental health society. We're going to go to our sponsors' locations, and we're going to do promos and get, you know, and really hype it up and get the local people involved in this. we got a great venue overlooking the ocean. Um, it's going to be an out outdoor event, for, you know, providing the weather um, cooperates, but we do have a backup venue. But the main venue is going to be in a courtyard just just down the hill from the hotel that we're going to be staying at, and it overlooks the ocean. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, venue. It's got kind of like gladiator seating. You know, it's it's uh, like bleachers that surround the courtyard, but the, the seats are inside the hillside. So it's kind of like a gladiator. So everybody will be looking down upon the athletes, uh, which I think adds a little more excitement to it. Um, you know, like I said, man, it's just, you know, I've got to work on myself. You know, we all have things that we have to work on. It's just all positive, and that's what I'm really going to try to focus on and project from this point out. Um, you know, you got, like I said, you got the 9-11 Classic. Anybody who wants information can contact John Bergstrom. Um, and can contact Bill Collins, you know, to uh, – to get more information on that. Again, great, great event. Um, something that everybody should show up and support. You know, good prize money. I think there's like $20,000 being given away in, in awards and cash. I know I know that for the pros, first place is 1000 bucks first hand, per hand for first place. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's pretty much it, you know. 
as far as what I got going on. I do have an event going on in April. It's not arm wrestling that some people might be interested in. I'm working with a, a gentleman by the name of Larry Bush. Uh, he promotes powerlifting events. His last event, though, he did the Monster Crush Deadlift Challenge and got such a response that he wants to do an event with me. So it's going to be a powerlifting slash grip event. Um, I mentioned this last night. Um, so we're going to have three different grip events. I'm working with Jed Johnson in, in his league to get it sanctioned and to figure out exactly what events I have to have. Um, I haven't released this yet, so you're, I said it last night, so you're actually the first to know. Country Crush uh, did some research to find out what the world's largest dumbbell was. And the only thing I could find was the world's largest dumbbell is 370 pounds. So I had a, a dumbbell made. I'm calling it the Country Bell. It's 403 pounds um, is what this thing weighs out at. It's got a two-inch rotating spinning grip that you're going to have to grab, grab onto and try to lift this thing. Um, because I don't think anybody can grab it with one hand and do a full deadlift. The way this is going to work is the dumbbell is going to be put in between two measuring sticks. We're going to have cameras as well as the visual eye looking. And whoever can lift this thing the highest. So this is going to be introduced at Larry Bush's event in April up in Pasco, Washington. The way we're going to do it is whoever can lift this thing the highest, that's going to set the bar. So say Craig Subler comes out and picks this thing up for 11 inches, and nobody beats that 11 inches for that event, you get $5,000. I've got a sponsor who really likes the idea, and we're going to do a trial run at you know, three different types of events. And then uh, hopefully it'll kind of catch on like the uh, you know the Rolling Thunder Challenge or the you know the wrist wrench deadlift like you know by Mike Cochran. I'm really hoping that it catches on and people really want to train for this and and participate in it. Um, so that's really what's going on as far as events goes with Country Crush. Um, Before I let you uh, go, Raven, tell us a little bit about some of the new handles. I just got a couple new handles from. Uh, the Country Crush line. Um, one in particularly I really like is the uh, Pole Monster. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about what's going on with uh, some of these handles and where you can get them. So, you know, anybody who knows me and knows about Country Crush knows I have a website, www.countrycrush.net. Um, I have an online store, and I, I've been seeing all these guys you know, come out with handles. So you you brought up the pull monster, which, by the way, from all the line, all the handles that Pull Bull puts out, that's my favorite. Um, but Corey Dupreeze, uh introduced me to a buddy of his out of New Hampshire. Uh, his name is Marcel, and he owns a company called Fabworks, and he makes the Pull Bull, the Pull Monster, and a couple other handles. And we got to talking. So I started selling his handles. You know, on my website, I gave him like his own little store. Um, if you go to my website, you click on Buy Now, um, you'll see the different little stores. I also carry uh, Big Mike Homewood's uh, Top Roller Series, uh, Mike Cochran's Wrist Wrench, Alfredo Isaac's Zeus Handles. You know, and of course, you know, I carry, uh, you know, Brady Ellis's uh, Combat Arm Sports Tables. American American made table owned by a by an army veteran only highest veteran
build my store. Anybody out there that has an idea that's, you know, trying to do it on their own, um, according to my uh, website, uh, what do you call it, master, the guy who runs my website, Mike Waterhouse, does an amazing job. I get about anywhere from 12 to 1,500 hits a day on my website. Um, you know, it's still building, of course, And but if you're looking to, to get your product out there, give me a call. Um, hit me up on Facebook. You know, I have pretty reasonable pretty reasonable program to sell on my website so you know hit me up i mean lucas raymond like you were you were showing at one of his handles i wish lucas had time to to uh really uh build you know training tools man because he you know he comes out with some really great things um jed zonson same thing um and i'm gonna i'm gonna have those guys on the show here soon because uh like you said talking about the grip training with jed johnson um, and, and Lucas Raymond, I mean, uh, he built me this this awesome pulley system for my combat sports table. It's amazing. Right. Um, this kid has just uh, got some great, great skills. And you know what I love about what you were just saying is you're going to actually help others get their handles out there. Instead of competing against each other, we're g- you're going to bring them all together and help each other promote them. That's That's just awesome, man. You know, the thing is, and I'll touch on that real quick, um, you know, we're all businessmen. I don't care if it's Igor Mazarenko. I don't care if it's uh, Frank Hurst. You know, I don't care if it's Brady Ellis. I don't care who it is making a table or making a handle. It's all relevant in our sport, right? And I don't know of any mechanic that has only one wrench. So in my opinion, you can't go wrong. You know, um, you've got so many great training tools out there. You've got the Gully Grip by Jason Gully. You know, the Country Crush by me, the Wrist Wrench. Igor has a line of handles that are arm wrestling specific that he's uh, now releasing in the United States. Um, it just comes down to preference. You know, you may be a Coca-Cola drinker, but I may like Pepsi. It doesn't mean Coca-Cola sucks. I just don't like to drink it. Um, same thing with this. You know, all the again, you know, I was real negative last night and got some really good advice. So the bottom line is it comes down to what you prefer, who you want, you know, what you want to train with. It's just like when you arm wrestling, you, you know, you train with a lot of different people, you know. It doesn't mean that other people in your area don't know what they're doing. You just prefer to train with the people you train with. It's the same thing with the, with the tools of the trade, you know. And there was a guy by the name of Thomas O'Brien. I can't take credit for the, for the store. I have to actually give him the credit. Thomas O'Brien talked to me a year ago. You know, he was going to open up an online store, a one-stop shop. You know, and I didn't see it happening, and I finally said, you know, what the heck? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I already got the website. I already got the store. Let's see who's interested in, in, in doing it. And that's where I started. Um, you know, the bottom line is, like, 
none of us will be where we are without support. You know, I know Country Crush wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for you, Greg, who, you know, constantly promotes Country Crush and, and you know, you put your postings up. And, by the way, your inspirational uh, sayings that you uh, put out, man, I tell you what, it's what I look for every morning. It helps out a lot. You know, I got James Orlando up in America, California, who takes his own time and money and, and, and pushes my product in local schools and gyms to Joseph Drellick, uh, even Artem, you know, who uh, is responsible for the Country Crush logo. Um, oh, my God, just so many people I would need to thank that it would take up too much time. So if I yeah. missed anybody, I apologize, but know that I'm appreciative of everybody. My VP of Marketing, Cameron Garris, out of Chicago, who uh, – really has brought Country Crush to the mainstream forefront uh, with outside of um, arm wrestling. And I even have to thank Scott Mendelson. Um, not that he promoted it a whole lot, but just Country Crush being connected to his name um, got, got an attention that it may or may not have uh, gotten without his name attached to it. To a, to a small degree. Um, so, you know, that's just it, man. You know, I like what, you know, we're talking about. You know, again, I apologize for the aggressiveness and and, and uh, criticism, if you want to put it politely, mm-hmm. that was given last night. It, you know, it, it came out differently through words, and it was in my head, and I apologize to you, Greg, and I apologize to your listeners. Um you know, the bottom line is this is all good for our sport, but, you know, to all the fellow fellow arm wrestlers out there, we all have to come together and stop worrying about, you know, taking that five bucks for ourselves. Let's, you know, if we come together like Scott Wynn wants to do a, do a union and we're all standing fast, we all get paid, you know. Because let's face it, none of these leagues, I don't care what league it is, none of these leagues are a league without us arm wrestlers. Absolutely. We are the athletes. We are the ones that make the sport. So without us, UAL, WAL, PAL, Vendetta, all these guys wouldn't exist. So why are we accepting the terms that are being given to us? We're worth more than that. You know, I saw a thing, and I'll end with this. I saw a thing the other night. You take a piece of wire, and it's worth, what, five cents? But you turn that wire into paper clips, you're a millionaire. Yep, yep, absolutely. You know, so it's the same thing with arm wrestling. If we if we settle for, well, I'm not, I'm only gonna, I'm gonna accept what I may or may not win, and we spend thousands of dollars to get to these events. You know, I may be wrong, but last time I checked, Floyd Mayweather never paid to go to England to compete. Yep, and there, you know, that's that's the thing of those when you get those guys on an elite level. Hopefully someday the arm wrestlers will have that same option of being, you know, having a lot of the trips paid for. And uh, before I forget, I mean, you mentioned it earlier. You mentioned Badger. Um, I just want to give him a shout-out. I know he's going through some surgeries and having some health issues. We just want him to know that he's in our prayers. I know he's a good friend of yours. I mean, who doesn't like Badger? I mean, he's just a great guy and uh, been part of the sport for many years. So uh, I wanted to... uh, you know, just wish him all the best. And, uh, you know, you know, we also lost uh, someone dear to us, uh, Chance. We had Chance Strong tournament. Um, 
he passed away, a young man. A lot of the top guys like Matt Mass, Ron Bath, uh, Sills, Chandler, um, Stephen Green, um, and, uh, you know, forgetting some people, but they all pulled in this tournament. And I just wanted to, uh, you know, say, uh, you know, our condolences to uh, to Chance's families and, and Jason Baivia. Um He did a lot for uh, for getting that out there. And, uh, you know, just, um, you know, we got to all stick together, man. We're one big family. And like you said, help each other grow, um, keeping it real, um, letting people know when things are going bad, but still keeping a positive light. Uh, Raymond, man, I just want to thank you. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I love the new handles. I love all this equipment. I love these tournaments that are going to be going on. And uh, thank you for uh, just being out there, spreading the word for arm wrestlers out there and giving them some equipment. Because I'll tell you, the Country Crutch line has really helped a guy like me that had no hand and wrist when I first got into the sport make tremendous gains in that area. So uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you again. Thanks a lot, brother. I appreciate all your support and having me on your show again. And again, everybody, just remember, stay positive. We got bigger things in this world to worry about than who is talking crap and who isn't. Everything's positive. Everything's good. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Craig Soublair, AWNR, for having me on the show. And I, I look forward to hopefully being on the show again as my and Kodiak's event gets closer. Absolutely, Raymond. Absolutely. Country Crush, baby. The handles are made of polymer plastic that sits freely over a shaft, causing a free spinning motion. The frame is constructed of a high-grade steel and made here in the USA. The handle, while you can work many different exercises, was designed to challenge your hand strength. Focusing on overall arm strength, adding a balance and stability to your workout. By adding rolling handles, the Country Crush allows the user to work many different movements. Not easily done by similar handles, and by closing your wrists off at the end of each movement, you work Work your wrist and strengthen it at the same time. Country Crush, baby. What are you waiting for? Get in the game. If you ain't training with the Country Crush, then you ain't training. Check out www.countrycrush.net now. Craig Subelair, Jupiter Farms. We're just wrapping up uh, training. I'm here with uh, the big man, Christian Benny, getting ready for uh, July 22nd. Arm Fighter 46, got a big matchup with Olick. Uh, how you feeling, big guy? Oh, I feel real good. Um, I just can't wait for February, uh, for Friday. So, uh, you had a little disappointment the last vendetta you're out. You, uh, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about, you know, your training and stuff like that. What's got you more motivated for this one? I know you said you're back in the gym training hard. Um, what got the fire started again? Uh, losing um, in February. Um, and watching um, my fellow teammates uh, practice um, and coming back to practice uh, helped a lot with the motivation to get back in the gym and to get back doing it again. So a lot of people out there, there's a big weight difference with Oleg, but we all know, you know, he's got this freakish left arm uh, with these extra tendons, whatever. Um, what, what What's your mindset going into this matchup, uh, you know, coming on, having a big matchup with him? We saw him pull Devin. We've seen him do some destruction overseas. Uh, how are you feeling as far as your confidence level going into this matchup? Uh, he's a giant killer, and he's very strong and very technical. I think what will happen with me is uh, 
his size, his uh, arm length, uh, will, will help me tremendously um, with the technique that he uh, employs. Um, and I, I just uh, got to be a little quicker. Um, if not, I feel confident, even if he gets into his sweet spot, that I'll beat him at it. You know, that being said, um, with these vendettas, these six-round matchups, I mean, how, how do you like these compared to the uh, the tournament format? I know you were going to go to uh, the Nationals that just passed, uh, but then with this matchup coming up, you're, you're totally focused on that. I mean, are you more of a fan of these six-round events versus these uh, tournament sort of style? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. I, I prefer um, uh, vendetta style only because uh, I've been arm wrestling for so long. And I've arm wrestled everybody in the United States many times. And I'm towards the end of my career. And I, I want to wrestle the best uh, overseas. And this is the best opportunity I have for doing that. So for that, that being said, with, you know, you said you're coming into the end of your career, um, you know, these type of matchups. I mean, what's it mean to a competitor like you with uh, such a great career being able to compete at these vendetta events? I mean, tell the arm wrestlers out there what it's like for you to be a part of this you know, spectacular event. It means everything to me that I'm actually would be uh, included and involved in it, that uh, um, that I'm actually still considered, uh, even though my rankings uh, don't say in what happened to me in February. Um, I kind of don't look at that. I look at the era or two I had before that at Wall and who I pulled and how I pulled. Um, I just have the opportunity uh, to meet these great guys is everything, um, even though I feel uh, about another couple years um, I won't be able to pull at this level. I, I still know I can't pull at this level and pull at the best there is. What's next after this matchup? I mean, are you uh, got anything planned uh, coming up, uh, you know, this summer of 2016? Yes, I would like to, uh, depending on how I feel after Friday, would like to do the AAA Nationals, uh, no doubt. And uh, I want to go to Zlotti. Awesome. Uh, I had a bad experience in, uh, in 2013. I had a good one in 08. And I, 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 I want to... Uh, I want to fix that mistake I did in 2013 and go back to Zlotti. Awesome, Christian. We wish you the best of luck. We'll be cheering for you. And speaking of nationals, we got our training partner, Frank Diaz, over here winning a two-time national title yes. last weekend. Yes. Bill Collins' is a yes. USAA event. Uh, Frank, man, how you feeling? Uh, I feel good. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it. And uh, obviously want to say thanks for coming down to training with Jupiter Farms. It's been a uh, Two years for me, and uh, getting to the Nationals is always a, a great thing. I will tell you that there is something to be said about 80% of it is just showing up. So um, I'm looking forward to the Triple A's. That's coming up at the end of the month, and I think that is the Nationals. It really sets everybody apart. Everybody's going to be there. They're training hard for it, and I'm looking forward to it. It's my, uh, my first real National, I think, where there's great caliber of uh, competitors here in Florida. Looking forward to seeing you, Paul, and hopefully Christian and a bunch of the other guys as well. Yeah, absolutely. I know there's a lot of guys uh, from Florida coming down. Nationals are going to be a little bit different this year. Uh, kind of nothing really going on um, this time of year with, uh, you know, last year I think Wall was doing their finals at the same time, so everybody's kind of was fo focusing on that. But getting back to your Nationals, you were, you had a little hiccup. You were sick. You still pulled through. I mean, uh, yeah. how'd you feel uh, overall at the event? I mean, uh, you know, being sick and then coming back and then winning, you know, Masters. I mean, you know, you've been out of the sport for 20 years, like you said. Came back two years, been training hard, been really helping us out down here at Jupiter Farms with your knowledge and your uh, enthusiasm with uh, arm wrestling. How did you feel, I mean, trying to, you know, go over that hurdle, being sick, and then competing? Well, you know, I, I've been competing most of my life, and, you know, judo, jiu-jitsu, all different kinds of uh, 
sports, usually a singular sport, which uh, I've kind of excelled at more than team sports, I think, because I put that pressure on me. I'm still just now getting my voice back. I was uh, pretty sick, but, uh, you know, you suck weight, you get down to the weight you're supposed to be at, your immune system shuts down, and you kind of take it when you do it. Uh, I, I got to tell you, when you compete and you, and you get into the moment, I, I don't think there's anything that holds you back. Um, whether you win or you lose, it's at the moment that you think you're performing your best at that time. And, you know, just like any other event, everybody can lose on any given day, and I'm well aware of that. And um, every time I've ever lost, I've learned something from it. And every time I've won, I've got humbled. So um, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, obviously, if anybody else is fighting a sickness, getting into making weight, uh, just struggle through it, man. It is, uh, it's worth it, and you just got to show up and do the best that you can. Um, and let the ego go out the door and just compete because uh, I tell you, arm wrestling, although I've been out of it for, geez, 28 years, it was great to see a guy like Artie Drews I haven't seen in 30 years and still see him pulling as a grandmaster and doing well. And, uh, you know, the, the guys that arm wrestle are a select group of guys across the world that are just awesome in every sense of the world. Um, the, you know, you cannot see him for 10 years and you see him again and it feels like you saw him yesterday. So I love it and I look forward to it. And I'm really happy that Christian, uh, yourself, uh, Dickie Spiroff and those guys dragged me back in because uh, I feel like I'm 30, <laughs> although I'm approaching my 50s. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting in there and competing with those young boys. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And uh, wishing everybody the best of luck. 12 days, AAA Nationals, uh, South Carolina, Karen Bean, Frank Bean put on a great event. I've been there. This will be my third Nationals. I'm looking really forward to uh, competing Craig with uh, Team Florida. Gonna win it. Gonna win it. <laughs> so, uh, Craig Subalera, we're Arm Wrestle Nation. We're out. All right, guys, I just want to thank our guests uh, for coming on, Frank Diaz, Christian Benny, and uh, Ray of Cote with the Country Crush. I got uh, Albert Kozar on the line. How you doing, Albert? Hey, Craig, I'm good. How are you? Good, man. So, uh, like I was telling everybody last night, we kind of had uh, – well, we had some real technical difficulties with the phone and stuff, but uh, I wasn't able to record um, – the uh the show last night so we're gonna redo our picks but first man we just got to watch uh the wal um 165 left and right arm first of all big congratulations to uh tony katowski man he looked like a beast and i'll tell you like if that didn't motivate you to to train some side pressure and hand and wrist man i don't know what doesn't because uh he looked like a monster. I mean, when he was holding Paul Talbot there, I mean, it was insane. So, uh, but I really liked this year, the cinematography, the way they did everything. It looked a lot more like an arm wrestling event. I I just really enjoyed it. Um, what was your take on it? Yeah, I loved it. It was perfect. Production was, uh, top notch. WAL, uh, really knows, uh, how to, uh, do the production now. And I think it's going to bring uh, more and more new people into the sport. They uh, advertise on, uh, you know, how new people can uh, enter to arm wrestling, which I think is uh, priceless. It's very important. I don't know if you notice it or not, but during the yeah, yeah. tournament, they, uh, yeah. you know, they yeah. had a small segment there where they said, you know, whoever wants to do it can uh, go to the website and uh, enter the upcoming events. I think that's very good for uh, – getting new folks in and uh, production value is just priceless it was amazing uh tony kotowski uh, i don't know what to say i mean it's you know what i like the most Craig? when when the uh when they asked him about the money the price 
he put that mm-hmm. aside and he said, you know, mm-hmm. with pride, this is mm-hmm. why we are so, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody wants money, but at the end of the day, you know, we arm wrestle for pride, we arm wrestle for the sport itself. And I have the utmost respect for Tony for saying that on national TV. You know, nothing no. beats, you know, being a champion in, a, in an elite level like that. Uh, and no. uh, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the other divisions coming up. Uh, I believe the next one is next Tuesday, right? Yeah, every Tuesday, and, uh, I guess, they're going to be uh, Every Tuesday, yeah, the, perfect, yeah. Yeah. And then what, what a week we have the Vendettas coming too this week. So, again, it's, oh, it's man, a very good it's week a, for arm wrestling. Yeah, man, it's exciting. And the Vendetta Arm Fighter 46, I mean, Igor always puts on a, a crazy event. I was talking to uh, Krill and Igor yesterday. Uh, they gave me a call, and they were telling me about some of the exciting things that um, are going to be going on. Um coming in September, another vendetta. But, um, you know, speaking of that, if you guys are out there listening, Armbet TV, go there and sign up. You get 30% off um, the discount for the vendetta. The offer is going to be till July 20th. It ends after July 20th. So save yourself 30% because uh, that's a deal in itself with these uh, five huge matchups that we're going to talk about. And it's really cool. Uh, and I, I sent you the picture with uh, – all the odds now. Yeah. They have the odds all done yeah, up, so uh, so it's pretty so interesting that, yeah. um, who it the is. favorites it are. Interesting. So and, uh, I, I, want to talk... I agree with some of them, and I don't agree with some of them, but of course, at the end of the day, it's my personal opinion versus somebody else's. Of course, of course. Yeah, because I see uh, Olek is uh, 278 versus Benny at, uh, Benny at um, 88, which you know, I think that should be a little closer in my own opinion. But, uh, you know, speaking of that match, um, you know, I just trained with Benny. We just heard from him. He's a beast. Um, if he gets in the hook, I think it's over, of course. Um, Oleg's arm, but, you know, Benny's Achilles tendon is the hand. So um, with uh, Oleg having such a phenomenal hand, it should be an interesting matchup. What do you think, Albert? Yeah, I think the uh, odds are on Benny's side because of the strength difference. Uh, the only way uh, Oleg can beat Benny is to take the hand. And uh, I believe everybody would agree on that. And apparently everybody's thinking that, that he's going to be able to take the hand looking at these votes. Mm-hmm. I wonder mm-hmm. if some of, maybe most of these votes are from Eastern Europeans. I don't know. But uh, he's got triple amount more than uh, what, what Benny gets on the votes. On, on this website. But anyways, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, honestly, uh, fight for positioning. If Oleg mm-hmm. can uh, get the, you know, uh, hand with, a, with with what he does, you know, he kind of like likes to, you know, drag it to the back with a high post. And then uh, he's got a, you know, he's got a fat, big hand and forearm that he can utilize on, and he does utilize on. Uh, it took Devon Larratt to figure him out, but like two matches, right? I mean, two full matches, and then yeah, after yeah. that, he was yep. able to figure out a way. And uh, if I remember correctly, Devon's key to the victory on that match was uh, putting more side. So mm-hmm. when you put more side, it takes the brush, it takes the top roll, uh, it takes the back pressure from uh, Oleg. Now, I think Vinny has enough strength sideways 
uh, I just don't know if his hand is going to hang in there or not. It may get tired. Uh, so the mm-hmm. first couple matches will give us a better idea what's going to happen. But if Vinny's hang stays in there, then it's game over, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm leaning more like 4-2 or maybe a 3-3 on this one. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, but we'll, we'll see. You know, Oleg like, is the real deal. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, too. And I, I think the first two matches should dictate it. If Benny gets his hand flopped pretty easy, I think it's going to be an easy day for Olick. Um, I think he'll get discouraged uh, after two matchups. But if it can get, you know, into a situation where the first two matches are back and forth, um, it's going to be interesting. I say the same thing to you, 3-3, three, 4-2. Three, I really... I'm up in the air with who will win, of course. You know, I'm hoping for Christian because, you know, he's from Florida and we train and, you know, um, he's been working real hard. So, uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, I'm going to be going with him. But um, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Huge weight gap there because Olick is just so phenomenal. Um, And, um, you know, I'm just really excited to uh, see Christian back on the vendetta. I know he had a disappointing uh, arm fighter 45, so it's good to see him back. So the next match I want to talk about, you got your friend Vaz, Vazquez. Um, who's he pulling? I'm bad with these pronunciations of the Europeans. Vazquez uh, is pulling uh, the Bulgarian guy, uh, Del, uh, Delit Yakov Hristo. Uh, yep. And yep. Uh, he's, uh, he's the 70 kilo European champion last year. And uh, he's, he's very strong uh, this year. I watched him at the Europeans, his match with Serhat, who's a world champion uh, of the previous year. And he gave, uh, he basically, you know, he, he gave hell to him because he did that uh, kind of like a Michael Todd move. Not, not, not really like Michael Todd, but kind of like, you know, he hangs down and then just relies on his, uh, you know, arm luck. Uh, I, I, I mean, I hate to call these positions luck, but I don't know what else to say for it. But anyway, so he uh, he really, you know, uh, take endurance from Serhat, which I believe caused Serhat to not place as high as, uh, you know, if the draw was otherwise different, I believe he could have placed better. Anyhow, so what I'm trying to say is, you know, if he gets that going with Wasgan, then uh, I think he may tire down Wasgan, and uh, it may really affect the... Uh, the total outcome of, of this match. Uh, if he cannot, then uh, if Waskan can stop him, you know, high, and then uh, it seems like if you stop him high and then if you can roll it, uh, his his hand is weak link, uh, but it's easier uh, said than done. So we'll see what happens the first, you know, first match. Uh, first two matches again will uh, show us what's going to happen, uh, where it's going to go. But I heard that Waskan is training top roll or at least, you know, some version of a top role. Uh, so I'm thinking he's uh, he's going to try to, you know, uh, utilize more hand uh, than arm. Because it's really hard to open up uh, Christo's uh, arm once he locks in underneath the table like that. And uh, people can type his name on YouTube and watch his uh, matches, especially the European Championship matches, and uh, they'll understand what I'm talking about. He also has a good side pressure too, by the way. So the guy is strong. It's just he's got that one, that that one weapon that really you know kills and then takes uh, the life out of the competitor's arm. So we'll see if he can get that going. 
and we'll see if Wolfgang can stop that. I'm uh, thinking 3-3 three, three or 4-2, uh, 4-2 for Wolfgang or 3-3 three, three again. These these matches are so close, it's really hard to predict. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen at this level. So uh, I'm, I'm really wondering what's going to happen. What did the poll say on this one? It, the odds are uh, Vasquez uh, 221 and um, uh, two, uh, 119. So Vasquez 119? is the favorite. Yeah. So, but it's close. Right. I mean, so um, you know, yeah. and you know, that's a toss-up. I don't know much about Vasquez's opponent. So, um, like you said, it should be a a really good uh, good matchup. Now, getting into yeah, the bigger and, guys here. And also Go remember, ahead, uh, Vasquez is coming from uh, you know. Uh, a loss to Corey, so I'm sure he he wants to get back on the on the winning train. So he's gonna come hungry, and uh, and and on the other end, it's uh, you know Christos Debut on uh, on American soil here with Vendetta. So I, I'm sure he wants to do a good showing too. So we'll see. Both of them are hungry. Uh, I'm, I'm really wondering what's gonna happen. Now we get to the big boys, Tim Bresnik, and who's this? Is this Dimitri? Yeah, um, yes, Dmitry uh, Slayev. So, He's a Russian I don't know guy. much about him. I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him pull before. Um, I don't know what his uh, what his ranking is over there, but I, he looked pretty dominant. I think I saw him pull in um, the uh, Nimrov Cup, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Um, Tim is on fire lately. Um, you know, and it just seems to be, like, ageless, you know. And that's one thing I love about arm wrestling is, like, these guys get into their 50s and they just keep improving. And I know Tim had some health issues last year. He's feeling great. He said he's, you know, feels like a million dollars. Um, the guy's got a wrist of steel. I mean, it's just crazy. A small hand, but, man, he's just so powerful and uh you know, I gotta, I gotta go with Tim. I mean, uh, you know, it's just going to be an interesting matchup. But uh, the odds are really in his favor, um, two fifty-five to ninety-seven. You know, maybe they're taking him lightly, but uh, you know, Tim has just been on fire. What's your take, Albert? Well, Tim is on a winning streak. Uh, you know, he's been winning Vendetta's one after another, and uh, he really turned some heads in Europe when he uh, beat at Voivoda. Uh, and uh, now uh, they're putting uh, Slayev in front of him. And uh, Slayev is a young and upcoming Russian. Uh, he's he's going to be very good and very dominant in the in the future. I'm 100% on that because he's already showing results. Uh, he, he placed very high on Zulati. He placed third, uh, which is uh, amazing. You know, right behind Pushkar and uh, Turban, that's a very... Honorable uh, placing on a, on such a big level uh, of a tournament like Zlati. So uh, he also uh, had great matches with uh, you know the top guys like uh, uh, what was the guy's name from Georgia, the uh, Gennady, uh, Gennady, and uh, you know the the other Bulgarian guy. Uh, that team beat yeah. um, on the Vendetta, yeah, yeah. Uh, Krasi. So, yes, you know, Krasi, he's yes. up there, strength-wise. Now, mm-hmm. Tim's style, Tim's strength is just so uh, so, so hard to fight. I mean, if you can't stop it, then Tim will win it. And it mm-hmm. seems like his weak area is Tim's strong area. So, uh, 
I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I'm thinking Tim is going to, you know, roll his hand out and, and just, you know, pin him. That's that's basically what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking it's going to be like 5-1. Uh, the only way that I think Slayer can pull this match is if he can, you know, really get deep inside and, and just wait and tire Tim out. Uh, but, of course, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I that's a good know. It's it's hard to predict. Uh, now it doesn't mean Slave is one-dimensional. Don't get me wrong. He also top rolls too, and he top rolls mm-hmm. at, at a high level. But I just don't know how much he added on, on top of that game. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm predicting five-one to Tim Bresnan because of uh, his his late performance. And uh, but not to take anything away from Slave, this is a name to watch in the upcoming years. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think Tim's got this uh, also 5-1. Moving on to the co-main event um, in the heavyweight, the super heavyweight class. Big Dennis, Saplankov back after a two-year layoff. Um, He's going to be taking on the American monster, Michael Todd. The odds are in Dennis's favor, 309 to 98. Um, you know, we had Michael on last night. I was unfortunately I wasn't able to um, to get him back on today. He's with uh, heading out there and his business and stuff. He's just too busy. But um, you know, he just didn't seem like he. Uh, I mean, he's always training. He's always on his game. Um, it just didn't seem like he was uh, super motivated, like he was for for Trubin, but. Is this just a calm and cool collective, Michael Todd? Because we know what he can do on the table. We saw what happened the last time him and Dennis matched up. But Dennis is seems to be freaky strong in the gym with all the lifts that he's doing, impressive, you know, weight moving. We know that he can arm wrestle. Can he? Has he added that extra horsepower to the table? You know, like Michael said, if it's a five percent strength, you know, um, he thinks technique. Um, you know, I'm up in the air with this. Like I, once again, I think after the first two matches, if Michael, you know, loses and he can't figure it out. Um, but I don't know. Michael Stahl is just so, the only person I've seen that figured it out was Trubin. So we'll have to see what Dennis can do. Um, um, I'm going forward to Michael Todd with this one. Um, I, I think Michael's technique, um, might wear, the big man down and who knows, you know, it's so much goes into arm wrestling besides power. You know, these guys out there, their cardio get into the deep waters. Michael's a six round guy, Um, you know, and uh, so I don't know. It's just going to be one of those things where it's going to be interesting to see if there's any table rust on Dennis, how he's doing. Can he uh, contain Michael Todd? Um, It'll be very interesting. What's your take? Well, uh, I'm thinking, uh, looking at their Arnold Classic match, where, where of course, they faced other people before facing each other, I'm mm-hmm. thinking it's going to be something similar to that. I think it's going to be uh, a lockdown in the middle of the table, and then uh, one party is going to tire the other first. Now, mm-hmm. Michael Todd always says, if I stop the match, there's nobody else that wants to win that match more than me. So I'm thinking if Michael Todd stops that match, I think he's going to uh, outwear Dennis or Dennis is going to panic and change 
the angles just enough for Michael to finish him. Um, and and I think the, the first one or two matches can go that way. Now after that, it's going to happen. Uh, it may actually, you know, if, if if Michael gets the first two matches, I think it will go 6-0 on Michael's favor. Uh, I know it sounds a little edgy, but it can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Michael lost. He's coming from a lost uh, to Trubin. He wants to, you know, he wants to be back in the top again. And uh, I'm really surprised that you were saying that he doesn't seem motivated. I It's very mm-hmm. hard to believe for me that Michael will be going into this, uh, you know, health trained. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he, he's going to be ready and he's going to want it more than ever because he wants to face the winner of that match, Pushkar and Trubin, to get the title back. Mm-hmm. So... I'm thinking, honestly, on favor of Michael Todd in this match. Uh, but it can go either way. You know, if Dennis mm-hmm. has improved a lot, which nobody knows because he's been away, uh, it can either go 6-0 or 5-1 on either side, or it can be mm-hmm. 3-3. So we'll see what happens. This is another one. Again, it's very hard to predict. It seems like, uh, you know, most people think Dennis is going to win Looking at these polls, mm-hmm. but this is an Eastern no, no. European poll, right? Isn't isn't yeah. it? No, mostly I, well, Eastern European guys that are voting it. Yeah. Armpower.net, yeah. So it's going to be relatively more Easterners over there. So I mean, um, yeah, most definitely. And you know, I know Michael talks training, but you know, when I talked to him last night, he just wasn't motivated. As far as he said, he was telling his clients, he's just got a match. He's so used to having a championship match and being the champion. He just didn't have that hunger in his voice like he did when I interviewed him before the Trubin match. He was all excited. I was talking to him. You know, Michael's my boy. I'm a big Michael Todd fan. Um, And uh, he just seems like he's been so busy with other things, with his business, his family life, that, you know, Michael's always trained, of course. But he just said, hey, you know what, this is just a match. You know, maybe it's for the number one contender, but, you know, maybe he's just being cool, calm, and collected. You know, I can't see him going to the table and not being aggressive, you know, in the matchup. It just, you know, the feedback I got from him and a couple of the people that heard the, were lucky to hear the interview last night was he just doesn't seem as confident going into this matchup with Dennis as I would like to hear him. So, but... Who knows? You is know it, what I mean? Is it Sometimes that or is it, is it the silence before the storm? Yeah. You never know. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. He's just being calm, cool, collected. And then when he smashes yeah, him, he gets out there and goes, I'm back and I'm ready for whoever wins the Trubin match. And, you know, that this has got to be the match. You know, talk about when you get two great arm wrestlers, you know, because we have the separation of these leagues. Um, you know, the odds are we're not going to see Trubin and Dave Shafee pull unless they go over to, uh, you know, a Nimrov Cup or whatever. Um, so here we go. We got the number one guys in the world arm wrestling each other. Um, we got Trubin and Pushguard. Um, we saw what happened the last time they pulled. Um, Trubin was very impressive. I don't know. This kid dude just keeps getting bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. Um, push guard is kind of sideways, one-dimensional kind of guy. I think Trubin, I mean, at the first of this matchup, I thought, oh, push guard will blow through him. And the more and more I'm learning about Trubin, because really I didn't really know much about him until I started researching after you know, before the Michael Todd matchup. And I was like, man, this kid is just huge now. He went from, like, 
what was he like a 198 guy or 200 to like friggin' a monster and uh, yeah. and strong yeah, and got the tools and the way he beat Michael Todd, he was just so smart on the table. Tricep was just engaged. I mean, it was amazing. I've never seen anyone figure out how to pull Michael Todd. And like you just said earlier, if the match stops, Michael usually wins. Well, that wasn't the case, you know. So um, I just think this is going to be a, a really good matchup. And uh, with Trubin, the momentum, I think he's going to win 4-2. How about you? What do you say? Yeah, I think so, too. I think I think Trubin will uh, pull this off. Yeah, Pushkar was very dominative. Uh you know, in 2015 at uh, A1, uh, and uh, you know, at, at Zuloti, you know, we saw that he was more uh, human when Trubin stopped him, and uh, you know, it, it wasn't really a hundred percent pin. So uh, you know, I I don't really consider this as a as a you know loss that match that they had at Zuloti. Because Trubin was still in the game on that match, uh, but I'm, I'm thinking this time Trubin is stronger than the Zulata version, and I'm thinking Trubin wants it more. Trubin is, mm. you know, just more uh, diversified, uh, more versatile uh, on the table. You know, he's got more weapons, and uh, and I think he's got more endurance than Pushkar as well. Pushkar on, you know, when, once Pushkar gets stopped, then he gets drained. You know, we have seen that with Devon Lerat left hand match, if you remember, after the, you know, first two matches, then you know mm-hmm. the the arrow started going on Devon's uh, side, you know, significantly, and then even on the last match, you know, Devon just played with him, uh, if you remember that yeah. left hand match. Yeah, so yeah, his energy yeah. level just drains, 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 you know. Being one-sided, you know how much. I mean, how many matches can you push to the side, you know, at that level? So unless he does something else, or unless he's like super, super strong, uh, and just kills Turbin right off the bat, I don't see, you know, Turbin losing. So I'm thinking five-one, or maybe four-two, uh, mm. or or maybe six-zero for Turbin. So I think Turbin will be the new champion. And uh, we'll see who wins between Dennis and Michael Todd. You know, the next one is that it's going to be amazing to see the, you know, contender matchup with, uh, you know, uh, Trubin. Now, I can be wrong, but, you know, that's that's what I think. I, I think you're right, man. And I think uh, that's a great analogy. I mean, it's going to be exciting. You know, it starts 5 p.m. West Coast, so that's 8 p.m. our time here, Eastern. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Krill and Igor wanted me to put on, um, I do a little commentating while the while the match was going on for arm bets, so I might be doing that if I can get home on time for work. But uh, it's going to be awesome, man. I'm really looking forward to that. Motivate us. And then next, the following weekend, we're going to be at AAA Nationals, man. Another exciting Nationals this year. It seems like it's going to be a, a good turnout. Nothing's really going on like last year. Yeah. So a lot of big names are going to be there. We got a strong team coming from Jacksonville. Um, I know a couple guys from Team Jupiter are coming down. It's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to it. I wish you the best of luck. You're resting up over the next uh, 12 days, and uh, we'll be in uh, South Carolina 
at the end of the month rocking it for Team Florida. Yes, yes, likewise. Hopefully, you know, uh, we'll have a good attendance uh, every year. It's uh, it's, it's really uh, one of them events that I don't want to miss, honestly, because uh, it always draws at least, you know, four or five top guys, uh, you know, and, and it's really good to test yourself among, you know, at, at such a high-level competition. So uh, if anybody can make it, I would suggest them to attend it. Uh, it's next week, uh, Friday and Saturday. So uh, and, and this year you can compete multiple classes. I believe it's the first time. Yeah, no, that. yep, yep. So, yeah, that's awesome. So that's going to be interesting, too, uh, to see, you know, mix-ups. Uh, I, I, I hear that Doug is going to do 87s or well, whatever yeah. he decides to do. You know, he's going to do yeah. maybe 87s, 98, you know, 220s. You know, that, that will mm-hmm. really mix up things and see different mm-hmm. matchups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So really excited told, about that. I told him to stay out of my class. <laughs> I don't have to deal with him. So, but I'll joke aside. <laughs> well, it should be it should be a good fun time, and uh, I got enough monsters to deal with in the super heavyweight. So, uh, Albert, I just want to wish you the best of luck, man. I'll see you at nationals. Thanks for coming on and giving us your insight. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on, and uh, we'll have you back on again, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll do it all again. On Arm Wrestle Nation Radio, brother. Thank you. Turn down for what? Turn down for what? Turn down for what? Well, guys, I just want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. Thank you for your support. We're back stronger than ever. Hopefully next week we'll do another show. Um, I'm trying to get a couple guest on, especially right after the WA Lightweight Championships. We can have some guys on there talking about that event. So uh, tune in next week. I want to thank all my guests, Albert Kozar, Christian Benny, Frank Diaz, and Ray of Cote from countrycrush.net. Check it out. And once again, guys, keep it real, train hard, and I'll see you on the table. <laughs> have been listening to a broadcast of arm wrestling nation radio if you tuned in halfway through the show you can download the entire episode on itunes today just go to itunes and search arm wrestling nation radio visit us on facebook for updates photos and direct links to the show go to facebook.com forward slash arm wrestling nation radio Arm Wrestling Nation Radio will put you over the top. Yeah!